Hello and welcome back to the GamerTalks Gamescom special. Uh, hope you're all okay. I've had a good break. Andy's still here as well. Andy, how was your break? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Good, man. How was your biscuits? <laughs> Do you know what? They were good. I've, uh, I've developed a craving for chocolate bourbons. Um, bourbons? Yeah, so I went into Sainsbury's with my colleague and I bought 10. 10 packets. 10 packets? Yeah, you get a pack 15, they're like 35 pence, so I bought 10. <laughs> um, You're going to be I, so I tend to do this when I get creative or something. You'll be sick of them after eating 10 packets of them, I'm sure. No, no, no. And I've only got three <laughs> left. No. Fair enough. But um, I think I might move on to something else next, you know. Uh, maybe some, some of the kids are dark chocolate or something, I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's get back onto the show. Let's see what else I've got written here. Uh, Kinder Eggs is good. I'd buy 10 million packets of Kinder Eggs. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, right, just a quick one, Halo Infinite. We all know what that is. That's going to be good, because Halo's always good. Jeez. Do you know what Halo's, um, one of those games, it's, it's a shooter, but it's fun and laid back, you know, as well. The multiplayer on it is the most fun you'll have playing a casual shooter, I think, for the most Well, they, they, they showed off a multiplayer <clears throat> trailer. Of course, um, yeah, they're going to want it to be the next... Big online thing, thing, right? Yeah. The new I've game. not watched it yet, but I know it's there. Um, and then the game itself releases on the 8th of December as well. They confirmed that as well. So that's lovely. Um, and they'll be on Game Pass Day 1. Oh, so that'll be great. Just in time for Crimble. I know. Uh, so I'll definitely try it. Um, like we know, I'm not really a fan of shooter games, but... Halo's always good. Halo's like... Not your traditional shooting game, you know. Like my earliest memory of the Halo was like riding a was a hover bike or something, you know. The ghosts or whatever they were called. Spectre. I think it was a ghost. Wait, I don't know. Oh man, good times. Yeah, no, anyway, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, that's out for Game Pass on the eighth of December. Right. What I'm looking forward to, Saints Row. Uh this is the reboot of it and uh, it's a brand new game. It's been put together by Volition. Volition? Well, is that how you pronounce it? Volition? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this, actually. I had Saints Row 3, or Saints Row the 3rd, and it wasn't memorable, but it was... Yeah, that was alright. It was fun. It was good. And then I recently got uh, Saints Row the 3rd remastered off of Epic for free. For free games, so... They're fun, just sort of mindless fun. Yeah, just tune in and they'll laugh, you know. They got a bit ridiculous, but... By the time no, nothing's, wo- nothing's wrong with ridiculousness. Exactly, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll see how that goes. Uh, like I say, it's been put together in Volition. We seem to know what they're doing. Um, they put a trailer for it. They also said it's going to be on all consoles except for the Switch. So you're left out again. Of course, of course we're left out again. <laughs> uh, it's due on the 25th of February next year. So, it's kind of surprising that they announced the release date, you know, now. Yeah. But I guess they, they're confident themselves, I don't know. Yeah, at this point maybe it's just... But yeah, anyway, I'll, be, I'll be keeping on that one, to see how it goes. Uh, the trailer looks fun. I don't know, have you watched that, have you seen it? 
Yeah, I, I thought it looked like Fortnite. It was like Fortnite the GTA. Yeah, a little bit. Except it wasn't an MMO, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it looks good. Obviously, as a story, we know that now, um, which is good. It's a brand new game. I'm keen to see how it kind of pans out, you know, um, because it's not really tuning into the, I don't know, popularity, I guess, of the actual franchise, you know. Like, the people that bought Saints Row 1 through to 4 aren't going to be the same group of people that buy the reboot, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because it's a brand new thing, you know. It's like, just because it's called Saints Row doesn't mean it's Saints Row, you know. But anyway, that should be good. Uh, right, another one high in Forbidden West. It made a surprise appearance. And by surprise, I mean big surprise. We weren't expecting it at all. PlayStation only did their state of play thing. That's where they announced all their stuff. So the fact that it showed up as something that wasn't PlayStation was a big surprise. Um, they just popped into as a release date. Um, so that's going to be available on the 18th of February next year. It's going to be on PS5 and PS4. Um, I thought it would be on PS5 only, but... Obviously not. Nobody would get to play it because no one's got a PS5. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, Death Stranding Director's Cut is only on PS5 now, yeah? So I thought they might have done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can could, I could see why they've not. Because um, not a lot of people want one for various reasons, but I still find it a bit... There's, I don't know, there's something about it saying that, you know, here's a brand new game that's it's on the last-gen console, you know. It's a bit like um, the making fucking Halo Infinite <laughs> and saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be on Xbox One, you know, which I doubt it will be, to be honest, but I don't know at this point. Um, it, yeah, it just seems weird. I mean, like I said, I can see why they've done it, but it just seems... Old, but it looks like a great game though. There's trailers out there and images, uh, it looks very good. Uh, I would absolutely play it if I could, but I don't have a PlayStation. Um, and obviously it won't be on PS now or anything like that, so. Can't play it, disappointingly. Right, Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, as well, we otherwise, it made a surprise appearance. They showed off a campaign trailer. They've always got good campaigns. I think this one looks particularly interesting. It does. Um, like an alternate history type thing. I mean, a lot of them are alternate yeah, histories. Yeah, it's based on World War One or two. I can't remember. It strikes me as a bit more in-depth than uh, some other stuff out there. You know, not just cause you, but yeah, Battlefield and other shooters out there, it seems a bit more... In-depth and realistic. There was that one called uh, 60s in Fallujah I was talking about. It seems a bit more like that, but more kind of yeah, true to life. that looks interesting. Yeah, it's based on real squad stories. Yeah, real, was yeah. a war, war in Afghanistan or mm. Iraq or something. War in Iraq, that's it. Intense. Um, it was 60s. It was a war for Fallujah. Or war Fallujah. Fallujah's a real place mm. in, Af- in Iraq. Yeah. Uh, it was like a fight for that or a fight in it or something. Reliving that. Apparently a lot of veterans aren't happy that they're like reliving 
what they did, but that's, that's, that's the nature of games, I guess. In that you know, sense. If you, want, if you want realism, then you're always going to find obstacles, you know. Mm. I'm not a big fan of realism, but I can understand why, especially in a war game, it's like, I don't know, there's something about it, you know. Yeah. I it's mean, a bit like four or something, you drive through your hometown, there's something about that. <laughs> it's like folk that live in Edinburgh and drive in Edinburgh in a game, it's just, there's just something there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... Even if people don't like us. I think for things like war games specifically, like, it's strange to be... I wouldn't say strange to be, but, <laughs> like, to be offended by something like that one. Um, this one's sort of making a point of being close to real life, the real life stories that happen. But think of how many games I've done a, a retelling of D-Day. You know, you've Pretty got much, Medal of yeah. Honor, Call of Duty. There's been Some lots of games doing that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's loads of... It depends on how it's handled, whether it's tasteful or tasteless, or whether it's glorified it's, or not, you know. It's, it's more to do... I think it's more to do like, bringing up repressed, repressed memories and a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah, if you're a war vet who's got... It's like, like if, if you're watching a film, for example, and it brings up memories, you're, you're probably going to turn off, you yeah. know. <laughs> And if you discover someone's making something and broadcasting it to the universe, you know, like a game or a film that's yeah. knowledge, you know. Or if you're a, know, a, a war veteran who's got, like, PTSD or something like yeah. that, you maybe not want to play know, more like you, games like... with explosions and tank mortars going off in yeah. ASC. You maybe want to veer away from that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. I can see what they're saying, but I'm like you. I'm like, oh, you've done it. It doesn't matter really, man. Yeah. It's like nobody's making. It's like I say, I could see it, see why they're annoyed, but mm. you know, it's about like well, they take them to court, for example, and then what do they say? You need to shut this down because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <That's, laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I need to. I need you to stop them developing this game because it makes me remember things. Mm. I mean, what? What even? That, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you'd say to that. Uh, so yeah, Koji Vanguard looks more realistic. It looks good. Graphics, both of the... That Fallujah game does look good as well, though, from what I've seen or heard about it. It does. It's a bit strange to do mystery at this point. Mm-hmm. But, um, I thought it might make an appearance at E3. Was it at E3? I can't remember. I thought it would be. Um... And we'd find out more about it, but we didn't. So we'll just have to take what we've got. Um, so yeah, Kodri Vanguard. It's worth saying as well, that if you pre-order the game now, you get access to the open beta, which starts later, this month, later in September. It's, there's two weekends, I think the first one on the 14th or something. You get access if you like pre-order the game. I, I don't know. It's like... They've got an old beta, but why should you need to buy the game to try it? Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, a lot of old beaters are free because they just want your feedback. They don't care if you buy or not. Mm. But you know what bugs like, you find. Yeah, but this one's like, well, yeah, you need to buy it if you want to get a feedback, you know? <laughs> Give us your money. Right, just very quickly, Andy, a game for you, Metro Dread. Um, yes. It popped up 
We didn't expect the two. More of a story trailer this time round. They did. They dropped another trailer. Yeah. They called it official trailer two. Mm-hmm. Optimistic title. <laughs> oh, it just kind of showed you a bit more of the story to as to why Samus is there and kind of showing you up that it's it's, it's setting up to be a sequel to Fusion. Well, it's like you said, though, they're building the hype, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it releases on the 8th of October, so that's not long at all. That's, what, a month and a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you're listening to this, is the 31st of August, so... But I won't release it till Friday. <laughs> well, this is part two, so Monday. So, Christ, what's the date of Monday? 31st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. So it's basically going to be a month. It's going to be the 7th of August, so. It's September, rather. Uh, right, I'm almost to date. Right, let's move on. Metroid Dread, you're going to be buying it, by the way. Yes. Hey, right, I'll be coming here all to try it. Absolutely. <laughs> that looks really, really, right. really good. Well, 8th of October for that, and there's a trailer out there if you want to watch it. Right, a game I've been talking about forever, looking forward to Lego <laughs> Star Wars. We're going to be keep talking about it forever because it's going to be delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. <laughs> you're, ne- you're never going to get to play Lego Star Wars. That's fucking old, though. <laughs> they, they dropped another trailer, which folds into what I was saying about it. now showed us literally everything <laughs> in the game. There's about a million trailers out there. There's all images and all sorts of shit. Eh... <laughs> uh, it's going to be on everything, plus the Switch, so you can play it too. And they've now announced that they're going for Spring 22. I don't know why, but... Well, originally it was Spring 21, then it was May, I think, for a bit, and then that did now, and then it mm. kind of... It fell off the radar, and then it made a, a shock appearance at Gamescom. Although it wasn't E3. They said it would be the awesome, so this kind of makes sense, I guess. So, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens next. You know, will it be delayed again? Will it be actually released on time? Do they have any more footage to actually show us? Or have they shown us everything? Because there's about 300 trailers out there now. Um, Just giving you a playthrough of the whole game by now. I know, it's like when you buy it, you've literally seen every scene of the game, you know. Uh, and the boss have told us a lot of info. We like know everything as well. I suppose if it's like their magnum opus for the Lego Star Wars games, they're going to want to do it right, huh? Yeah, I, I can understand that, but it's like I don't know. There's just something about announcing dates and not sticking to them, you know. Well, if I got a job doing dates for projects, deadlines, and missed them like six times, I lose my job. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you're in game design. Nobody cares. Not if you're working for Lego. They've got that much money. They've got fuck you money. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's Telltale Games. You will Telltale. So, uh, yeah, Telltale make Lego games. So I just wonder, you know, what the kind of contract is such that you can announce it a bunch of times and not do it. Because was it not meant to be in 2020 as well? And then it was spring, then it was me, and then it's... Christmas, maybe it's next spring, it's like mm-hmm. five or six times. It's like, does the contract stipulate missing the date five times? I, I doubt it. Suppose you know, do the... they have to pay extra money if they miss it? Maybe. You know, or, you know, have, have the Leo company got a bet that you can't do it? 
or something, you know. See, after games getting delayed and then coming out broken, especially after Cyberpunk, they're probably thinking, nah, fuck that, it's getting delayed and it's getting released yeah. while it's fixed. Possibly. Mm. I, ju- I just mean more about the general announcing a date and then... Frustrating, right? The most frustrating thing. No, it's like, not I can understand what you're saying, but it's like they're around Spring 21 and, and then they almost know yeah. that they can do it's it, but they announce it anyway. Viable, yeah. I think it's to keep keep people's interest, right? Maybe a bit just Maybe, to keep people, keep people wanting it. It works, though. I'd prefer if they just announced an actual date and you mm-hmm. could kind of look forward to something. But mm-hmm. I guess that's not really the way things are done anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you, you look at all games and a lot of games are delayed. Uh, some of you have been cancelled. There was a story about... Uh, is that a PlayStation exclusive being cancelled? I can't remember what it was called, but it's been canned. Which is a shame because they look good. Um, so mm. it's like, I don't know, it's a hard one. Given dates when it's going to be cancelled or you know you can't do it. It's look at Star Wars games. It's a tough market. Yeah, they all got cancelled. Lego, Lego games are like a specific type of game. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're Lego, but... I don't know, it's got like comedy, but it's also realistic to what it's mimicking. It's, you know, they tend to be well designed. They don't have DLC either, which I like. They are you funny. Know, they're easy to get into. Uh, they don't tend to have a tutorial that takes 10 hours, you know what I mean? Couch co op. Yeah. It's like, I never played Lego Star Wars on the Wii, that was the fucking best. <laughs> You know, just waving your controller around to wave the lightsaber, mm-hmm. you know, and playing with someone in the same room, which it doesn't have a lot now, mm-hmm. you know, and just walking into missions in reverse order. It was just madness. But it was great fun, you know. Um, so, yeah, I suppose we're making that. Um, but also, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on them, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I don't know, name dates you can't. Yeah, you know, I don't... I don't know, I'm not a fan of it, you know. Be honest with your customers. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe they didn't know, but it's like, at the point they knew, tell us, mm-hmm. you know, say... Like, when they put that statement out on Twitter, that was a bit more honest, saying, oh, yeah, we need more time to polish it, the game's going to be deleted till we tell you is. You know, that was a bit more honest. All this sort of... Dancing around behind the scenes, not really saying anything, mm-hmm. is not... I don't, I don't like that, you know? When, when games do that, you know... There was that thing about, it was it Starfield before they announced the date, they were kind of dancing around, not really saying much. Um, before E3 and the trailer and that, they kind of, there was, it was shrouded in mystery. Even then it was just a teaser, it didn't yeah, it was the same. You. It was the same with Elden Ring. Yeah. You know, it was all shrouded in mystery. It's like, yeah. well, could you not at least... Say something. You know what? A new Bethesda, like a new sort of Elder Scrolls Skyrimy style sci-fi game. I cannot wait for that. Starfield is going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be um, hella good. <laughs> yeah, but it's also going to be um, you know a lot of people playing. I think if it's as good as it's going to be like a massive thing, like. It'll be one of those games that people buy just because they're hyped up, think it'll be great, you know. 
I've got my hopes up for it. It's like, with this, they're almost at the point now where they make a shit game, <laughs> but they still sell, like, 300 million copies. Just because it, it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The studio that made Skyrim. Yeah. And Fallout as well, don't forget. Fallout 76 is good now, too. Yeah, I prefer the story-based ones. Mm. More, like Fallout 4. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's a decent game, though. They're all on Game Pass, so it's like, they can play for free, it's great. Yeah. It's like, who doesn't love free shit, you know? Games Pass is really good. I know, there's like so much on it, they keep adding stuff. But... Right, anyway, our PC-only game, Giants Uprising. Uh, oh, we looked at that a Yeah, we talked earlier. about this earlier. Uh, they released a 15-minute cinematic trailer. To me, from what I saw, there was little bits of it. It was in Game Engine footage, and the guys look like little top-down miniature dudes. So it looks like a a top-down strategy RPG at a glance, from what I saw from the trailer, about where you control the giant. Possibly. I mean, you play as giant. Yeah. See if they did it in the same sort of way that they made the old black-and-white games, where you actually have to look after this giant. I, I, I think that could be amazing fun. I think that could be really Yeah. Apparently it's a, a giant that's escaped captivity or something, I bet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a snippet I saw. Yeah, it looked really interesting. It looks funny. It looks quite uh, quite heartwarming. Yeah, it looks quite interesting. Um, it actually goes into early access on PC on the 2nd of November. More early access. Yeah. And there's a free demo in now. Oh, I'll try the demo. Yeah, I'll try the demo. That's on the Steam. It's PC only. It's... Being done by Varsal Game Studio. Never heard of it. It sounds Russian, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look them up. I just know that's doing it. Uh, yeah, so it has entirely access on the same same November, and it has a demo on Steam. Now, uh, right, New World. That's Amazon's thing. You hate it because you don't like Amazon. Fuck <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Did he not leave or something, though? Oh, and I'm sure he stepped down from... He was, like, CEO. I'm sure I saw that he stepped down or something. I can't no, remember. No. I'm sure I read that. Anyway, this is their game. They dropped a new trailer for it. It uh, does look interesting, to be fair. Yeah, which was a gameplay trailer, not, like, a cinematic mm-hmm. fake trailer that you can't play, you know? Mm. This was an actual things you can do in the game it's just even seeing the logo pop up like Amazon Games it's just like oh I don't like that don't yeah like but Amazon seem to do everything now so I think you're just going to need to accept it like Amazon do music they make movies and shows and they have their own streaming service and they do web services yeah uh, and they do food delivery and they do books everything now so. like audio books and shit mm-hmm. as well uh, anyway, they dropped a trailer. They also announced that there'll be an open beta, so I'll try that. Uh, cause it does look interesting. It's all player-driven economy and stuff like that in it as well. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, so there's going to be an open beta from the 9th to the 12th of September, which is like next week. Uh, so I'll be playing that just to see how it is. Uh, I'm, I probably won't buy it straight away because it's an MMO and I'm I'm still kind of on the fence with MMOs. I don't always try to Depend on, on what the combat and stuff's like. I mean, it definitely I looks I mean, it looks alright, but... Yeah. It'll look amazing on your PC. 
Well, it was, because I'm worried about that. <laughs> it was steaming. I should steam how terrible I am at this game. You should. But, um, yeah, I'm happy, actually. You should. I'm trying to um, But, yeah, no, I probably won't buy it straight up release. Uh, it's available on Steam and Amazon. You get, like, a key. It's like a digital key. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm still kind of on the fence about MMOs and also the game itself, which is why I want to try it. Uh, but yeah, this is Amazon's first real game that they've put out that is good. Or it good. is good. They've done one before which were not good. Yeah, they've done a few and they've mm-hmm. cancelled them all. Well, there's ones that they released, or was there not like the fucking Top Gear game or something? Yeah, there was a just Grand Tour game. And just absolutely atrocious. They released it and pulled it after six months or something. Oh, really? That's hilarious. <laughs> and then they released uh, a similar memo to this. New World but it was lots and that went belly up though didn't it It yeah it was pulled or cancelled or something Um, and there's other ones out there that have just been canned or pulled or whatever so this is the first they've basically put all their efforts into this one you can see that though when you look at the clips and footage of it the picture's different Mm. they've now got four studios working on it they've got four studios both in one game but you know what? The reason that we're talking about this is just the sheer amount of money that they've spent in advertising. And hiring But they streamers. seem to do that on everything then. If they hire enough streamers to stream it, it's like the it kinda of pays for itself. Pretty much, um, yeah. I guess that's what they're doing, I don't know. I think Amazon and Netflix as well, Netflix is their gaming thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to change the way gaming is kind of done. I don't know about that, but I'm definitely interested to see how they do it. I think it's more cloud streaming shit. Apparently, Netflix are going to make their own, like Amazon. That'd be interesting. Like they've hired folk and they're working on shit. I don't know how it works, but if you go to Poland, you could try it now. That's cool. I don't know, it's like being child or something. I don't. If you're Polish, please, you know. Video call me and tell me how it works because I don't know, but I'd like to know. <laughs> I'll call Andy as well. Call us both. Call us now and tell us both how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're both doing that. Uh, right, Dying 2. Oh, me. I know it looks excellent. Mm-hmm. It looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they dropped a new trailer for that. That's going to be available on everything. But not Switch, obviously. Of course not. Of course not <laughs> Switch. <laughs> fucking obvious. Speak the obvious. Uh, it's going to be out on the 7th of December. You know, so like, not long. And like, that was one of the ones where I was like, are we ever going to see this game? When's it coming out? Because it was just total radio silence. And they're like, hey, it's coming out pretty soon. I think they kept working on it in the background. Or, mm. I don't know. That was one of the ones where they released a the thing out saying... Um, now that restrictions have kind of let up a bit, they've just went ham with the crunch. I think they were doing another thing where instead of announcing dates they can't do or info that doesn't work. They just kept working. They just kept quiet and kept mm-hmm. going and, you know. Anyway, to get but people... yeah, it looks excellent, so I'm excited. To get people hyped, they released the Platinum Edition of Dying Light. But yeah, yeah, that's coming to Switch later this year. Now that will be cool. I know, they didn't say when. The Switch yeah. will run Dying Light because... It, it's just such a good game. Yeah, but the thing is, opt- optimize it somehow, will it? I have no you idea. You can't just port over. That's it? a heavy duty game for the Switch. So, now we're interested to see if that goes. Mm-hmm. Will you get that? Nah, I just bought the Platinum Edition from a PlayStation. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. 
Mm. Well, I've, I've, I didn't play Lion Lair 1, but I'm excited about this just because just it looks so good. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, and I mean, well, I buy it. I mean, maybe. Maybe. It's another one that's kind of post apocalyptic survival things, isn't it? It's quite a lot of kicking around. But the first one was set at like the initial outbreak, and this one's set like years into the future after the outbreak, where people are living with zombies as part of life. You know, um, seeing zombies get infected, whatever you want to call them. It looks really good. The parkour stuff's still in it, um, yeah. and the graphics just look quality. You know, look I think good. that's it. There is other things to games besides mm. the graphics. Mm. You know, you need to work on that. Mm. Like a lot of people now when you do that, we can seem to make the graphics brilliant but the actual game sucks. Not. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they're working on the actual game is <laughs> encouraging. Um, so yeah, that's good. I'll be keeping an eye on that one mm-hmm. ahead of its release on the 7th of December. Right. Uh, Blasphemous. Blasphemous. Uh, Metroidvania. Yeah. It's getting uh, a final DLC later this year. Uh, they dropped a cinematic trailer to describe it, although I'm, I don't know what it is. <laughs> 200 will pay attention. And then they announced it's getting a sequel in 2023. It looks nice. good. It's always on sale in the eShop on the Switch, and I always mean to buy a copy of it. I never have, but it does look like a fun sort of satanic metroidvania and um, where you play it looks like you play as a heavy rocker dude and you just yeah I love that I mean I've seen a bit of it I've never played that but it's done by an indie team so it's nice to know it's had enough success to get a sequel and DLC to put yeah. it yeah so you know I'll maybe get it next time I see it on sale keep the uh, keep the hype going you know? yeah, yeah release the final DLC make a new game it's just that's it yeah. dying do that. like that yeah uh, just a couple of short ones before we go with Severed Steel. Oh, uh, that was the one we watched. You know, the kind of sci-fi coloured sword trailer at the end. Mm. Anyway, it looks really good. It does look a bit kind of futuristic, weird, but mm. you watched the trailer. <laughs> anyway, it's an FPS, actually, and it's going on PC on the 17th oh, yeah, September. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks like a sort of parkoury kind of arcadey... Um, Really visceral, fast-paced. Yeah. Everything's neon lights and stuff. It kind of looks like, what was that thing that released a few months ago that nobody gives a shit about? Scarlet Nexus. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks a bit like that. A little bit like that, but first person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except with more colour and weirdness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I guess these games, like these Japanese companies, kind of do yeah. that stuff. Looks know? like a good arcade game. There is a, there is a market for that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Not just Japan. All <laughs> <laughs> the weebs over Oh, it's not, not me. Mm-hmm. Is it you? Are you that market? Right, I play everything. They're aiming at you. Oh, right. There you go, they're aiming at Andy. They're aiming at me. Ivan Dynamco, or whoever it is, exists purely for <laughs> Andy's enjoyment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks cool. So I'll be keeping on that out of its release on the 17th of September. Uh, on PC, and then... Uh, it will come to next-gen console before the end of this year. So that's encouraging. Nice. If you're on the console, PlayStation or... And Xbox, it's going to come to Switch as well. 
which will be really amusing. <laughs> More games for the Switch, please. <laughs> no, you get uh, Pokemon Legends. Are you going to buy that? Oh hell yeah! That looks that looks like the Pokemon game that I've been waiting to play since I was like ten years old. Uh, and you're gonna get Metroid, and you. I'm gonna get Metroid, uh, Dread. Yeah, and. God, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else that really screamed out at me. No. Oh, tell a lie. What? Cult of the Lamb. Oh okay. Yeah. Did yeah. you see any of that? No, but well, I saw a bit of it. That looks absolutely brilliant. That looks so so good. Uh, and then you'll buy uh, Breath Wild too, will you? Of course. <laughs> Yeah, what a stupid question. Yes, of course I will buy that. Yeah, we'll be buying that. Uh, you've got the money already and you can spend it because it's guaranteed. You know, I say don't pre-order games, but I think pre-ordering the new Zelda, that's a safe bet. You can pre-order that. I'll allow it. Do you know what, though? I thought, I thought that was Skyrim and I was disappointed. Oh, yeah? Initially. But because it was, you know, I didn't run well with the things that didn't work. Things Early days there. Skyrim was buggy as shit, yeah. If we're looking at like remastered I got it what? How should I tell I? I told a Sky, a Skyrim was not the last game I pre ordered. I pre ordered Grand Theft Auto 5. I was majorly let down by that. Uh, GTA 5. Yeah, because I. Uh, as we know, I'm not keen on MMOs, I'm not a big fan, so I like the story, the single player, and the mm-hmm. single player on GTA Five. no matter what folks say, is awful. The mm-hmm. story is too short, it's too cartoony, there's not enough uh, comedy nonsense in it for a game that seems to focus on that. It just, yeah, I didn't, didn't like it. I kind of thought that about uh, GTA V's main story was that it was sometimes it would try to just... Yeah, like it wasn't bad, it just wasn't... It tried too hard though, there was a scene where I think Trevor tortures a guy and you have to like pull his teeth out with pliers and stuff Sounds like that. Familiar, yeah. And it was just like, and then later on uh, Trevor's dropping the guy off at the airport and he's explaining to him how torture works basically. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I get it, but... I don't know, it's just like that whole part wasn't fun, it was like you were trying to make a point about what you can do in a video game or something, I don't know, it all felt a little bit too meta and it wasn't fun, that was my gripe with it, I don't care if it was like a violent scene or if it, if it was maybe a bit yeah. much for a video game, it was like that just kind of felt pointless, it was just filler. And it just seemed a bit kind of odd. Aye, there, there, there seemed to just be a lot of it where it was just like... Things. Not gameplay. It's not. It's not the gameplay that progressed the characters or made the characters flesh out. It was like these just. But then we've seen what's part. happened to the online button that just kind of. In the online part. Tells its own the story. Really. It's just turned into this perpetual money making. Yeah, it's part. like. Now we know that they didn't give a fuck about the story because they knew this was happening. Mm-hmm. You know the online would make them more money than they could dream of. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah, we just hook everybody for the rest of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they put a virtual casino in it. That's how much is going through it. I know, they've added, like, special missions and vehicles and offers that you can't get anywhere else. There's, mm-hmm. like, virtual currencies mm-hmm. as well. Selling, there's about eight packs you can buy or something. 
shark packs. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. But you get like great white shark and then you get like the megalodon. Yeah. You get like loads of them based on how much of an arsehole you are. <laughs> Basically. Eight pounds on virtual money to buy a, a bike on GTA. <laughs> Fucking insanity. Yeah, but people do it. They do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely do. I know. We've it's... got those people to thank for no GTA 6 yet. Yeah, but... I don't know, I'm, I'm not excited about GTA 6. I am. Like, I know we haven't seen it or anything, but... I'm... Uh, after what GTA 5 has... Well, what it was and what it's become, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really interested for six. If I mean, I watch it and I might play it, but I'm not like hyped, you know. I think five's impressive, what it is, mm-hmm. but it's it's been out for so long. I mean, at the time before that, we were getting a new GTA game every one or every two years mm-hmm. or every three years tops. Mm-hmm. This one's been out for the past three generations of consoles. Oh, sure, at least on all three of them. PS3, PS4, PS5 without a GTA 6. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like Rockstar have just... I know, about, they've even released uh, GTA Online as a standalone game yeah, of it. They've just milked it and milked it and milked it. And it's not been all that, though, because we've got Red Dead Redemption 2 in the meantime, oh. which is probably one of the most impressive games you'll ever put on. Um ever just how well made that is how in-depth it is the way it looks the acting and the motion capture it was the writing man that game was like a fucking piece of art i thought forever and a bit longer (laughs) about buying it yeah like because i don't own it currently and i'm like i should buy it you absolutely should and download the high-res texture pack and put it on your big monstrous computer and just sit and just even if you don't in- enjoy the game, you will be stunned at what they've made. It's <laughs> it something else. It is very, very yeah. cool. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I think I'll... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like a, a present, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Take that as a recommendation from Andy. Yeah, buy Red Dead. Get Red Make Dead. it look brilliant. Yes. Yeah. yeah, your computer is just like... like The reason they, they wait so long to put it out on PC... It's because folk like you have got PCs like what you've got, you know. They want it looking as good as it can possibly look. Uh, Right, just a few more. The Waylanders. That's the Celtic Myth-inspired one we just watched. That's the one we watched. looks awesome. Yes. Uh, All about that. It's an RPG. It's out on the 16th of November, so not very long. Mm. So that's kind of exciting. Um, An RPG, it's turn-based, party-based, a bit like... Uh, yeah. Dragon Age Origins, Divinity, uh, Baldur's Gate, those sort of games. I think but so, then, but it's not like MMO, or is it? No, no, they're single it? players, but they've got um, like multiplayer support. I don't know if Waylanders did, but it's got that sort of game, that sort of look to it, with a Celtic folklore spin, and you yeah. never see that. That looks really good, actually. So I am getting it, therefore. In yeah. terms of the graphics, in terms of gameplay, mm. it just looks... It looks the part. Yeah. You know? It's not often that a game sells me on a trailer, but that one did. Yes, that's it. I'm kind of tempted to. So, I might... Well, I will uh, check out more when I go home tonight after we finish talking. Um, sure, for sure. First sure is this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, just another thing. One final thing here before we finish up. Uh, 
Well, see if I shock I've got a few more things. I want to ask you your opinion on this. Um, Xbox have announced that cloud gaming will be coming to Series X and Xbox One this holiday season. It already exists on PC, um, but cloud gaming is—I mean—is that the future? Do you think? Um, I mean, it's only Game Pass Ultimate, so it's not like everyone. Um, but it adds hundreds of games from Game Pass, also. Uh, earlier consoles and everything. Um, so. It all depends on how well your latency is. If your latency is bad, if there is half a second a delay, then there's, um, then there's thousands of games that are no use to you. Yeah. Um, I think it's all internet based, isn't it? Mm. So. So if the internet is like where we live around here, it's hash really. Well, I I've got faster fiber, and even then it's got a delay. It's like you say, I I've bought a like I subscribed to a better package, which is meant to be, but it's super fast. It's yeah, but the thing is, the actual infrastructure around here where we live is still but, mostly copper, I think. Uh, so, like but, they are upgrading, but they can't do the whole of the UK in one day. You know what I mean? If your internet speed's not good, you're not going to enjoy uh, cloud gaming. I think that's just just the, the basics of it, right? Um, the fundamentals of yeah. it. Yeah. If you're a Game Pass Ultimate member, then, you know, you can access it for free. What if it is good not, for is demoing stuff. If you want to just try a game out before you download it, you know, if it's like a 70 gig download, like yeah, Conan yeah, yeah. Excels, you want to see if it's that, There is a market, but I just, yeah, it depends on your internet. Mm -hmm. uh, probably on your memory as well you'll need to run the servers in the same file somewhere I don't know I, I'm not sure I'm, I'm keen to see how it'll work it's available on PC but I don't have it <laughs> um, I've never streamed a game from on, you know a cloud I've always downloaded one mm -hmm. you wouldn't ever need to I suppose you've got plenty of storage and whatnot. Eh? yeah I've got uh, three terabytes and SSDs, and I've got an M.2 that's not even installed. So, <laughs> yeah. shitloads, shitloads. Now I've got a hard drive that's a terabyte as well, an external. So, uh, and I've got that one that we pulled out because it was faulty. That's two terabytes as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that. I think that it won't take over. From game releases, but it no. could work alongside them. You know? mm. It's like in the future, you'll be able to buy a game from a shop, but you'll also be able to stream it online from day one if you paid so much. Mm. I think, I don't know. And as long as the internet uh, connections are getting better, speeds are getting higher, it'll get better. Yeah, I think that it's kind of future proof, you know? Yeah, unless you've got super good internet, I would pass it by. The only thing to me is, it's interesting that uh, Xbox are in on this. Obviously PC or whatever. PlayStation aren't really doing it. Mm. Which makes me wonder about their kind of... Well, they've got PS Now, which is all game streaming, and you can download them, but it sucks. The yeah, library it's, sucks. Well, it's not old games. It's not like yeah. new stuff, is it? Well, they put new ones on, but even then, it's like new ones that nobody's really asking for. Yeah, like new ones that aren't triple mm. you know, they're like really one A. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, subscribed no, to it here and there, but it's 
Yeah, it's really worth the money for me. Yeah, it's not. I'm not excited. Uh, right, can we just run through a couple of quick news stories before we go? Oh, for sure. Have we got time? Yeah. Yeah, right, do it really. Uh, the first one is something I discussed. 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 Yes, it's uh, something I discussed with Nick briefly last week. Mm-hmm. Just last week? I can't even remember. A new studio called That's No Moon. That's No Moon. The Star Wars quote. No, but it's a Star Wars themed word. <laughs> well, it's a quote from the movie. It is, but they're not making a Star Wars game that we know of. I'm guessing they make sci-fi games. Um, well, actually, they're making story-driven RPGs. Oh, that's cool. By the will. Um, it's a good name for a studio. I know. It's interesting that they're uh, named after Star Wars quote because, uh, of course... Lucasfilm are now working with several studios on Star Wars. Mm. So you've got EA, you've got Ubisoft. Could have this one, I don't know. Uh, there's no uh, like exclusivity thing going on, you know. Uh, so it's interesting to see, or will be interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good name for us to do. Cool name for a studio. Um, they're certainly experienced enough. They've got people working there who were at Sony. Uh, they've also got people who were at Naughty Dog, EA and Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward as well. So, it's an impressive team. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is the official uh, description of the making. They are going to craft a new generation of narrative-driven, genre-defining experiences it will span both interactive and linear media. Okay. Interesting like I don't really mm. know what it means. <laughs> Intra- interactive. That, and that, was, that was from the official website, so... Linear media like a TV show or a movie? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be like traditional games that you sell. And then also maybe cloud gaming, I don't know. Or maybe like episodic gaming, like uh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange, maybe, I don't know. Or they could... Maybe they're going to partner with Netflix, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so wherever the first game is, it's going to be good. Because they have had a $100 million investment from Smilegate. Holy shit. Who did the um, Crossfire franchise, so... Bit of... Oh, right. okay. going on there. Is that like the vehicular combat game, Crossfire? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So they have invested $100 million in this new company. Oh, they obviously know something that we don't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just really confident, I don't know. I'd be confident with a team of people like that. Yeah, but Amazon have got a similar thing going and we don't really know if they're going to do it. Amazon just have a limitless amount of money to throw at things though, right? Yeah, but I mean, they have like a talented team. Mm. Like they've stolen people from Ubisoft and from EA and PlayStation, I think. So they've got some talent there, but... Just went around headhunting. We're not really sure if they've actually done any serious work, though, you know? Like they're about to release their first ever proper game, and we don't even know if it's any good. I know, it's so hyped as well. I know, but I'm, I'm excited to try the own beta, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, right, something I didn't think I'd be talking about Animal Crossing Trainers <laughs> I know 
This is the latest piece of, of, of slightly pointless memorabilia. This follows on from the Xbox Donut. <laughs> of course. It was an Xbox Donut. Mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme did an Xbox Donut. Mm-hmm. Um, we do Xbox cakes. Do we? Sainsbury's has them now. Oh. There's also the Xbox fridge that mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to get. Yeah. I want the KFC gaming PC. I know. Did KFC not do something else as well? They did the console as the chicken warmer. Yes. Does it actually do anything? It's got a little tray that keeps your chicken hot. <laughs> can you imagine the smell of one of those machines? I can't. Well, no, I can't. But I don't want to, really. <laughs> anyway, Animal Crossing trainers have been put together by Puma. Uh, it's part of our collection collaboration thing with Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's cool. Uh the trainers are part of a collection which also includes the hoodie. So you can literally look like a character from Animal Crossing. That's cool. It better be like a, a Mr. Nook hoodie. Tom Nook. Probably will be. Raccoon one. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want that, they'll be available on the 18th of November. So a few months to wait yet for them. But I don't know. I don't, I don't need any shoes. But then I, I don't like Animal Crossing, so, you know. I always think it's cool when they do official crossover stuff like that with merchandise. Like when Levi's did one a few years ago and they did one with official Super Mario crossovers. Yeah, I saw that. They were quite good, actually. You could buy official Super Mario dungarees. Like, that's mm-hmm. just the coolest shit, if you I think they probably cost a bit of money, but... Yeah, they were like 70 quid or something for a penny. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean... Still I wore dungarees when I was... Like, four. But I don't think they cost £70, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, a pair of designer jeans. I mean, 70, 80 quid, easy peasy. For a if I spend style. more than 15 quid on a piece of clothing, mm-hmm. then that's just... Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time. Like, the, these trousers were, like, £7 in pre-mark. This jumper was, like, 14 quid in the sale. Uh, this T-shirt... I had to do something to design myself online for like 19 quid or something. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Well, it's, uh, it looks like the Jack Daniels one, but it's actually Skyrim. It's got like Elsewhere Scoob on it. Ah, cool. <laughs> and they've got another one that's like orange and it's got Skyrim logo multicolors. It's cool. It's quite. I did like weird stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I won't be buying Animal Crossing stuff because I don't like Animal Crossing, really. That's fair. Uh, right, moving on, Melrose Solid 5, the Phantom Pain. Uh, the servers are closing down. R.I.P. It's a great shame. Yeah. R.I.P. Metal Gear, that's the last nail in the coffin for Metal Gear. No, but that's P- PS3, it's mostly 60 servers. So. If you look, can you, can you get it on PC? Wait, so the PS4, 5, and all the rest of the servers are still They're still going. Ah. It's PS3, Xbox 360. Uh. You will no longer be able to make in-game purchases from, well, the 31st of August, which is today. And then DLC for the game will be withdrawn the 30th. Uh, so if you want it, buy it now. Mm. It might be reduced for clearance, I don't know. So you get a clearance sale on the... <laughs> uh, so yeah, 30th of November for that. Um, it will then be removed from digital stores on the 1st of March next year, so you'll be able to buy it. 
But only on PS3 and Xbox 360, I remember. Yeah. And then finally, all online services will be turned off on the 31st of May. But only on the PS3 and Xbox 360. That's kind of good. I'm glad in a way. Yeah. Although, um, I guess we're going to be seeing a lot more of this of servers being turned off. Because a lot of games now run on servers, multiplayer is online, multiplayer DLC. Literally every game relies on servers and they're going to be turned off eventually. Well, that's it. And if there's not enough people playing that, like if there's not enough people playing PS3 and Xbox 360 forever, then what's the point in keeping them running? I can't imagine there's any time. Mm. There was a thing about Halo, there was a few months ago they shut the servers off, they're going to shut the servers off. Uh, uh, but everyone plays the Master Chief Collection on Game Pass. Mm. Or buys on the Xbox One or some stuff. Yeah, I guess we'll see a lot more of the servers turning off, but it's it's inevitable. Really. It happens, yeah. It happens, yeah. It happens. Shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Last thing, uh, Death Stranding. The director. The director's cut. Hideo Kojima actually hit out with something saying that he actually hates the term director's cut. Yeah, he said it's not director's cut. I'm not sure what he meant by that, but, you know. He's a weird guy. He's absolutely brilliant. He's, he's a very strange Do you know what? Guy. He's, quite, he's quite quiet and under the radar, I find. He's on he's on Twitter, and he sort of says these mysterious things. Um, don't make any sense. Anyway, de- uh, Norman Reedus. The man that was made world famous from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Has confirmed he's in negotiations for this and his sequel. Oh. So I wonder what all kind of... I need to play the first one. I've still not played it. Yeah. It's, it's on PS4. Not the Dreadfors cut, the original one. Yeah, you can try it. almost like... Uh, but yeah, the uh, sequel... Uh, first of all, I wonder what it would be called. Second of all, I wonder what kind of look like. It's cool that he's making a sequel, although I would have liked to have seen him go somewhere else as well and make something different and just keep making weird Well, ideas. there's been all rumours, but... Yeah. I would have loved to have seen him make that Silent Hills that we missed out because of Konami. Fuck you, Konami. <laughs> yeah, but they're arguing over Silent Hills there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a good game, but I just... Wondered, Death Stranding strikes me as a game that would have been better on its own, but you know, like a standalone game and then move on to something else. But mm-hmm. I guess it's like we were saying in it, money talks. It's, uh, he must have more ideas for it somewhere. Here. True, so. Mm. Uh, right, just one more quick thing I want to ask you. Uh-huh. I've not written it down, I just want to get your opinion on this. It was a, something I read on Twitter a few months ago and it you know, it didn't happen. It's just a kind of a story that might have happened. Uh, and if it had, it would have had big, uh, big implications for gaming, for everyone, jobs, games, you know, prices. So the story was that uh, Google, or Alphabet, as it's called now, Alphabet, uh, wanted to buy Epic, uh, which would add massive repercussions for uh, well, obviously Epic as a company and then also Epic Games Store uh, Stadia which was still relatively new at the time um, also Google's Alphabet sort of gaming division as a whole because now they've shut down all their internal studios and everything mm-hmm. 
Uh, I just find it interesting because it's obvious that everyone wants to get into games now. Netflix are doing it, Amazon are doing it, Google are doing it. You know. And they've shut down their stadium developers because they couldn't do it. So is this maybe a way of getting them to put games on stadium? Kind of. I think with Epic, Epic's will become one of those things where it's like such a powerhouse. Like the amount of money and business yeah. that it controls. Well, the, the, what's that game? Apex Legends, is it? Maybe. Apex Legends, Fortnite. Yeah, Rocket League, I think, as well. Fortnite was what made them their money. Yeah, Fortnite. Um, and they're like a multi, multi Well, they do have other ones. Billion dollar company. And they work um, on Unreal Engine to know as well. Mm. I think. Or they sell it or something. Yeah. Like um, well, they own yeah, it. Yeah, no, they do a lot of stuff. So it's just insane, like the amount of control control they have over the, the actual video game market, and as you're saying, like uh, Netflix, Amazon, yeah. this person, that person, all these companies that are used to creating TV shows, movies, and cartoons, yeah. now want to dip into the video game industry because it is actually more profitable than uh, movies or TV now. Um, well, you say that, but you have to get it right to make profit. Well, that's it. But and when you do Amazon get it right, done that. Really? Yeah, but when they do get it right, they've got that continuous sale. You know, like what I was saying about the movies like earlier. Like yeah, I guess got that so. First yeah. wave, but then the DVD sales is what makes it right. The DVD mm. sales is basically game sales. Full stop. Their box yeah. office yeah. is like just game sales, yeah. and then it continues. And then every time they put a oh, game on sale, but maybe they get down. Oh, it's ten percent off. Their sales will rocket, and then this time maybe next year when there's not many people paying attention to it put down half price and then all of a sudden it goes maybe right. I mean um, for the likes of yeah it's interesting because well a game that I played uh, that scum yeah. was sitting at um, about 14,000 uh, players concurrent players on Steam right, yeah and they did a free to play weekend and it went up to about 36,000 wow yeah that's, that's good uh, the free play yeah <laughs> but yeah that was my take on that so. yeah but um, yeah, no, I just I don't I don't know what you, it's one of the things where you wonder what would have happened if it had actually gone ahead because then Alphabet would have basically owned Steel and then you've got Rocket League, you've got Fortnite, you've got the Epic Games Store, you've got the is it do they license out Unreal Engine or something as well? They own it, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, just all that stuff is like of loads of um. Not just power, as you see, but kind of sway over what they, how they think, impact things, you know? I think even if they had bought all of that over, I think the games that those companies were making probably would stay the same. The money just changes hands for the different money men at the top, right? Kind of, yeah. That's, yeah, sadly true. It's, mm. It almost sounds like your bank's work. I know, right? <laughs> there is a pyramid at the end of the day, right? The guy more money comes along and steals everything. Mm-hmm. You've got the devs, the publishers, and then the investors. I know, they just steal all the money. But, uh, right, you want to end it there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, we'll wind it there. Thank you, Andy, for being here once again. And thank you very much for having me. It's been good again. It's quite all right, eating biscuits. It was at your house, so, you know. Eating biscuits, drinking beers, talking video games. It's I know, been it's fun. been great. Yeah, until... Uh, right, I will be back in, I don't know, soon. I'm hopefully going to update, up, update, upload the first episode on Friday and then this part two on the following Monday. Uh, and then I might be able to record one the week after with Nick if he's here or something. I don't know. I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Uh, goodbye.
and have fun, keep gaming, and I'll catch you all next time. Take care, y'all.